welcome to five minutes in the word this is your daily podcast which spends a few minutes looking at god's word we are now in chapter 18 of the book of acts paul has left athens he preached to the philosophers and others in athens and the apostle judged it needless to stay any longer to attempt the conversion of men so frivolous, easy, indolent, and wise in their own eyes. He therefore probably left them as incorrigible, leaving what he had said to uh, God's blessings and their consideration. So he preached the gospel. It was up to them to accept it or reject it, as pastors say every Sunday. Once they preach the gospel, once it's presented, it's up to you to accept or reject. So he left Athens and proceeded toward Corinth. So let's listen to Acts chapter 18, verse 1. After this, Paul left Athens and went to Corinth. Again, Acts chapter 18, verse 1, read from today's New International Version. I'll be back with insights. And I'll close with prayer. Hi, this is Hope Scott. I am your host of Five Minutes in the Word, a daily podcast which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. Thank you for listening and following my podcast, which can be heard almost anywhere podcasts are heard, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so many other platforms. Like and follow at Minutes Word on Facebook and Twitter. That again was Acts chapter 18, verse 1, read from today's New International Version. I used um, biblehub.com slash commentaries and Life Application Study Bible. But if you want a more in-depth, in-depth study, I would encourage you to use your favorite commentary or if you like history or geography, history, I would say, use your commentaries, geography, the maps that are in our Bibles, good resource if you want to check that out. Also, if you have an app like Logos, it'll have some uh, maps and pictures. But let me go ahead and share the notes I've written down. Ancient Corinth had been destroyed by the Romans in 146 BC, but had been rebuilt by Julius Caesar in 46 BC because of its strategic seaport. By Paul's day, which was about AD 50, the Romans had made Corinth the capital of Achaia, present-day Greece. Only 50 miles from Athens, Corinth by this time was regarded as the most influential city in Greece. Corinth was a major center of commerce. Located on a narrow strip of land near two bustling seaports and at a busy crossroads for uh, land travelers and traders, the city was wealthy and very materialistic. Corinth was the center of culture. Though not a university town like Athens, 
there was great interest in Greek philosophy and wisdom. It was one of the most populous and wealthy cities in Greece, and at the same time, one of the most luxurious, effeminate, ostentatious, and decadent cities. And as you think about that, let that sink in. This is the makeup of that city. Lasciviousness here was not only practiced and allowed, but was consecrated by the worship of Venus. And no small part of the wealth and splendor of the city arose from the offerings made by licentious passion in the very temple of this goddess. And again, we have to let that sink in because this is where Paul is. And this is one of the grounds where he's going to plant the gospel. And this is one of the places where he's going to be very successful. And as we think about missionaries all over the world who are in probably the same type places, some of them are probably in places that are just opposite, extremely poor, with nothing, you know, at all. But then you have this culture where they celebrate their decadence. But let me continue. Um... Let's see. No city of ancient times was more recklessly extravagant. It was the Paris of antiquity, the seat of splendor and show and corruption. Not a good combination, but good ground for God to plant the word of God, for Paul to plant the word of God. The city was permeated with religion, but of course it was idol worship. They worshipped the gods that Paul told the Athenians about. They worshipped gods of gold, silver, and stone, and not the true and living God. They had at least 12 temples located there. The most famous of these temples was dedicated to Venus, or Aphrodite, the goddess of love, and featured 1,000 sacred prostitutes. Let that sink into another temple dedicated to Apollo employed young men whose job was to fulfill the sexual desires of male and female worshipers. Largely due to this fact, the city was notorious for its immorality. So brazen was the unbridled licentiousness that a new Greek verb was eventually coined to Corinthianize, meant to practice sexual immorality. When Plato referred to a prostitute, he used the expression Corinthian girl. And even with all of this background, it is significant that this was the city that Paul wrote his Roman letters. And when you read the description of the Gentile corruption in the Roman letters, it almost certainly mirrors what he found in Corinth. Paul knew that because the people, that people from all over the empire passed through Corinth, a strong church there could touch lives all over the empire. And the book of Corinth, the two books, first and second Corinthians, is proof that he was right. He um, looked at where he was, 
and he, you know, you would think planting a church there wasn't gonna was not going to be easy, but that's not what he wanted anyway. Even though the city was had um, the disadvantages of slender, gaiety, and debauchery, Paul entered on the work of rearing a church, and he was eminently successful, thanks to the power and the leading of the Holy Spirit. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you that even as we read about Corinth, we have to say, uh, except the grace, there go I. Because Paul is going to say in one of his letters that such were some of you, as he lists the many sins that have affected or been a part of our lives. But thank you, God, that we can say such were, that we've come grown past, we've been forgiven from, we've changed from, we've turned from things that were unbecoming and unholy and separated us from you. We're praying for those who need you in a special way. We're especially praying for those whose mission it is to bring the word abroad and at home, whose mission it is to share the gospel, share the good news, to uh, teach uh, people your your uh, people how to live a godly life and to introduce God and Christ and the Holy Spirit the uh, triune God to those who've never uh, heard the gospel give them success God in the name of Jesus and praying for those who need you in a special way thanking you in advance for answered prayers amen Thank you for spending time in God's Word with me. Be blessed.